Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Amen. What a blessing. Give a big clap offering unto Jesus. Amen. Are you happy to be here? Ask the Lord to give you the spirit of revelation. Ask for the spirit of revelation. To be able to comprehend hallelujah amen father thank you for tonight speak to us in jesus name amen you may be seated amen Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, I want to talk about how God pays back. How God pays back or how God gives back. Amen. Many people know how to give, <clears throat> but they don't know how to receive. It's one of the saddest things in spirituality. Being unable to perceive and receive from God. Perceive what God wants to do and receive. Being unable to sense, descend the times and receive. So many times, you see that we sort of always postpone our receiving to a day that never comes. And we are unable to become what God really wants us to be. Because even though we plant, we sort of are never sure we will get back. We, when we plant, we always sort of hope that some way, somehow, what we've given will come back. But you see, it's not enough to hope. And it's not enough to expect. There's also a place where you need to know how your payment comes so that you can take advantage. All right? When you do your national service, <coughs> they will tell you that go get an East Rich card. I don't know if they've told some of you. Because it is only via the East Rich that your payment will be made. So if you don't know how your payment is going to come, you are 
never going to receive your salary. And people actually fall victim of that. People work all through the national service, they never get their money. Because actually, they don't even know how to assess the rich. So, don't just be a Christian who is interested in doing everything and leaving the other side to God. Um, for instance, we say, oh, see so and you soon. Okay, I'm waiting. Waiting for who? God. You keep waiting. You keep waiting. What if God has already deposited the money and you did not know? <clears throat> and you are waiting. Has it ever happened to you? Yes. Today we were driving, we were coming in. I kept on telling some. When we see an ATM machine, let me know. I'm expecting some money. And I know it's going to come to my account. But the notification has not hit. Sometimes the network is bad. So when we get to any ATM, let me know. So that I will go and cross-check. I'm very expectant. And I know how the money will come. You get it. So I'm looking at in the direction where the thing is coming from. Every now and then I, I was checking my phone. Then, alas, I saw the notification. I said, oh, the thing has come. Do you get it? But you see, many of us, when we, when we sow, we don't even know the direction in which to look. You get it. We don't know the direction to look so that we can receive what God wants for us. Because it's like, God will do it, but how is he going to do it? We don't care. We don't care to know. We just hope, we just put our responsibility on God for God himself to figure a way to get to us. Do you know there are people who have things at the post office? They've never heard of it. Yeah. <clears throat> there are people who have gifts, parcels. Some never know. There are people who have properties, will to them. They never, they never knew. It's, it was left. It was just there. Haven't you been to the house when they left you food somewhere or money somewhere? Because you did not know you were there. You know, it's very important. Knowledge is very important. And God wants you to figure out what he wants to do. And how he wants to do it. Say amen. amen. All right. Second Corinthians 9.8. Sorry about that. <clears throat> do you have CEV version? version? I'll be happy if you, get, if you could get it from me. You have it? Try and get it. If you have to copy it wherever from. All right, let's keep on the King James. King James, let's keep it there. Oh, you are looking for the CEV for me. You let's manage the King James first. And God, let's read together. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Toward who? Me. Toward who? <clears throat> so God is able to make all grace abound toward 
me that ye all right that ye always having all sufficiency in all things all right may abound unto every good work let's continue verse 10 verse 9 as it is written as it is written he had dispersed abroad let's read together as it is written he has dispersed abroad he had given to the poor his righteousness remaineth forever 10 now he that ministereth seed to the sower both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness 11 being enriched in everything to all bountifulness which causeth to as thanks given to god 12 <clears throat> for the administration of the service not only supplied the want of the saints but it abandoned also but is abandoned also by many thanks given unto god 13 whilst by the experiment of this ministration they glorify god for your professed subjection unto the gospel of christ and for your liberal distribution unto them and unto all men hallelujah now i do have the cv version good put it up go to verse eight good <clears throat> but god can bless you with everything you need and you will always have more than enough to do all kinds of good things for others. Verse 9. You can't pull verse 9. Give me an CEV version. CEV. Good. Can I, can you have a microphone and read for me? From verse 9. 2 okay. Corinthians 9, verse 9. CV. The scriptures say, God freely gives his gifts to the poor and always does right. So this was just by the way he's saying, God is able to give you everything you need and give you more. Even the scriptures say this. So verse 10. Verse 10. God gives seed to the farmers and provides everyone with food. Hold on. King James, verse 9, verse 10. He says that what? Now, he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown. And multiply your what? Seed sown. And say, and multiply my seed sown. And multiply my seed sown. And multiply my seed sown. He will multiply my seed soon. So, you have a God who has children and he gives them what? 
the Bible says, now, he that ministers seed to the sower. So, <clears throat> your God gave you a seed. Okay? And you sow the seed. You did not eat it. You can eat seeds. People eat seeds. But you did not eat the seed. And you brought the seed and you sowed it. You sow the seed in the field here. All right. He says that now he's not going to minister seed only. Now he that ministers seed to the sower. Now he's going to now minister bread also for your food. Yeah. Both minister bread for your food. So, it's like you had seed and you thought it was food. But the teachings came and you said, ah, no, this is not food. I'm going to sow. Now, immediately you sow. God says, ah, now I'm going to do both for you. The seed you sow. I'm going to multiply the seed. Look at it. He says, both minister bread for your food. So, now he says, He's not going to just minister seed. So first, God gives you something. He causes seed. Everything, you, you see, I told you, all that we have is the raw material of what? Life and time. But just that our attitude to giving is what makes us different. Because if I have 10, you have 10. It's a common denominator. If I have life, you have life. It's a common denominator. But if I have life and I feel that my life should go into manufacturing of candles and you feel your life to go into serving God. Suddenly you see that by virtue of what we've decided to do, we've changed how we are all going to go. So he says that he gives you bread, he gives you seed first. Huh? Then he gives you what? The opportunity to sow the seed. Then you sow the seed. Then when you sow the seed, uh, he comes and says, wow, I'm impressed. Did you really do this? I thought you were going to eat this. I'm really impressed. Then now he says, that, look, I'm going to multiply the seed you sow. So he says that, I'm not going to just multiply the seed you sow. I'm also going to give you bread. So now you can have special one for food. An excess for seed sowing again for the continuity of life. And also, I'm going to increase the fruits of your righteousness all because of the seed you sow. No. Yeah, now he that ministers seed to the sower because you sowed one seed, now he's going to mot give me uh, amplified. <clears throat> And God who provides seed for your soul, God who gave you the seed for your sowing and has given you bread for eating will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Which means that you may be, you may be single, but after sowing, you are married. Yeah, because he said, I'll increase the fruits of your righteousness. 
Go back to King James. Verse 11. I'm sorry, read the CV. What's happening here? Second Corinthians 9, verse 11, CV. You will be blessed in every way, and you will be able to keep on being generous. Then many people will thank God when we deliver your Go gift. Go to the verse 10, CV. You have it. God gives seed to farmers and provides everyone with food. He will now increase what you have so that you can give more to those in need. Now look at the next thing. He says, verse 11, you will be blessed in every way. Why? Because you gave a seed. Go to verse 9, the verse 8. But God can bless you with everything you need and you will always have more than enough to do all kinds of good things for others. 9. The scripture says that God freely gives his gift to the poor and always does right. 10. God gives seed to farmers and provides everyone with food. He will increase what you have. It's like, don't worry. You gave a seed. Don't worry. Now God is about to increase what you have. God is about to increase what you have. So that you can give even more. Hallelujah. Verse 11. You will be blessed in every way. And you will be able to keep on being generous. <clears throat> That's a capacity. You will be blessed in every way. And you will be able to keep on being generous. Then many people will thank God when we deliver your gift. Now. Why is he saying all these things? Go to 12. <coughs> you see, he's saying all these things because what you are doing is much more than service that supplies God's people with what they need. It is something that will make many others thank God. <coughs> Our seed sowing conference was more than service. Yeah, because we really gave, gave our hearts out. Hallelujah. Now, God has said he will give you back. He will give you the seed back. He will prosper you. You will have much more to give. Look at verse 13. TV. The way in which you have proved yourself by the service will bring honor and praise to God. You believe the message about Christ. You obeyed it. That's like you believe the message about the seed sowing. You obeyed it huh? by sharing generously with God's people. So, how is now God, God, how is God now going to be able to multiply your seed? How is it going to do it? Praise the Lord. Does he give you cash back when God when God is paying you? Does he give you cash? Does God spend cash? No. Does he give you a car? If you give a car, does God give you a car back? Not necessarily. Does he give you what? 
uh, a phone back. God does not use mobile phones. So how does God pay back? Yeah. Now, you know, many people, yesterday we were listening to a man of God on, on, uh, on, a, on TV, but it was on YouTube. Apostle Joshua Selman. And he was teaching something. Then he said, many Christians don't know how to get things. When we need something, we do many things, then the thing happens. So, yeah, that's it. We do many things and the thing happens. So it's like when the thing happens, we don't know what brought the results. <clears throat> but real spiritual maturity is knowing what to do to bring a particular result. You get it. When you are sick, what must you do? When you are challenged, what must you do? When you are under demonic oppression, what must you do? Some people, when they are in a trouble, they will pray, fast, sow seed, worship. They will do all the things. Then, the thing will leave. But you see, it was not everything that made the thing leave. That's like medicine. You should be able to tell which drug heals this, which drug heals that. Do you get it? So you can't take a lot of drugs and hope that one will kill the disease. Else, the day you are in trouble, by the time you do my try, my queer, you are dead. So that you sold 10,000 CDs and you got back a car, what made the car come? If you don't know, you can't replicate it. You know that this, many times I, I say, I at the day I knew I'd be great, I knew it. That was the day Apostle Bempa hit me and my eye opened. But I saw what would lead to that greatness. And it has started because as I do, I see it. But there are some people, they just do a lot of things just to become great. But they can't really replicate the thing. I knew, you see, yesterday I was sharing some of the leaders. I said, I knew or I know what to make the church go. I'm not bragging. And God, when God spoke to me, I knew that this is it. It may take time. In fact, it will take time. But as we do it, you'll see that the church will be growing. And it's actually growing. It's that when it grows, we just scatter. Then we go, then we say. So we, right now, you may not really see. But over time, you see that really the thing is really growing. Don't be the kind of Christian who prays fast, worship praises, does evangelism, everything in mixture to get a car, to get a house. There's like, oh, thank God for a house. But if you want to get another house, what is the button to press again? It only shows you don't know how God pays. Do you get it? It's like, you went to bank, A bank, B bank, C bank, all with white envelopes, and you took the envelopes, and when you came, money was in one. Which bank 
put actually put the money in. You will not know. So, how does God pay us back? What is the medium? Second Corinthians 9, 8, King James. Sit down. <clears throat> now, when we minister, you see, when we minister, go to the verse 7. Verse, let's start from verse 6. Six. Can we have uh, CEV or Amplified, any of the contemporary? We'll come back to this one. I really want to explain this. Message. Good. Remember, a stingy planter gets a stingy crop. And a lavish planter gets a lavish crop. Seven. I want each of you to take plenty of time to think it over and make up your own mind what you will give. That is, what he's saying is, look, God doesn't want anybody to tell someone, come and give ABC. But, so think of what you give. But remember that if whatever you sow, that's the same thing you reap. If you sow a, a limping cow, you reap a limping cow. If you sow a coughing goat, you reap a coughing goat. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want each of you to take plenty of time to think it over and make up your own mind what you will give. This will protect you against sub stories and arm twisting. God loves it when the giver delights in giving. Now, he's talking about giving. Then the next minute in the verse 8, look at what he's saying. He's saying that God, out of your giving, now, this is how God pays. The only currency God pays in is the currency of blessing. Or the currency of grace. Because this here is talking about grace. Look at it. He said, when you give, God will now pour on the blessings in astonishing ways. So that you are ready for anything. And everything more than just ready to do what it needs to be done. Give me amplified. Hmm. Now he says, and God is able to make all grace, every favor, earthly blessing, come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient. Possession enough to require no aid or support and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. It means that if God was coming to pay Nanama, if God was coming to pay Joyce, if God was coming to pay Derek, God will come with grace. King James, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace. So the currency of God's payment is a currency of grace. <clears throat> it means when you sowed your seed, something was released into your life. It was not dollars. 
It was not a car. It was not a phone. It was not a house. But it was something that will help you get more than a house. And that is what we call grace. Oh, yes. Now, people who are spiritually immatured, they don't understand these things. That's how somebody can tell you, is it blessings we will eat? But you see, Esau understood this. Esau, he understood that. Isaac was very rich. The Bible said Isaac became so rich that Philistines envied him. Jacob ran away with just a staff. He didn't even have a pillow. He put his head on a stone. There were just two sons. Invariably, what it meant was that everything in the house was going to go to Esau. In fact, when Jacob came, he prospered so much, material prosperity, whatever. He parted everything and said, I'm going to give Esau X amount. When he got there, Esau even had more. He said, God has blessed me also. So, it was not about material things. Yeah. What on earth made Jacob so envious that Rebecca told Jacob, uh, Esau so envious that Rebecca told Jacob that if you don't go, your brother will kill you. It was because of the respect he had for what we call grace. Because he knew that one day to be the God of Jacob, not the God of Esau. He knew. He knew. He knew. He knew that what had been released into Jacob was like uh, uranium. <laughs> it had its ability to just trigger power. And that's why today we still have Jacob, Israel. It was not just about money. When we come to the altar and we, we, we see, we see all that we see is God will give me money. God will give me a car. God will give me a phone. We have limited it. We have placed a limit. What is a phone? One time I, saw, I was honored I gave an offering to Apostle Bempa. The next day someone gave back. Then when I was giving my testimony, I told the church, I said, I know what I received was far more than the money that came because it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. When you sold your seed, he made all grace began to abound toward you. Now, grace has come. If it's that powerful, if it's that powerful, if grace is that powerful and we are saying grace is more powerful than any amount of cash. Listen, I went to the mountain. I was desperate. I said, Lord, you must change my financial story. You must bless me. Lord, you must do this. I was descending down the mount. God did not say tomorrow, I'll make someone bring you money. God did not say tomorrow, this will happen. No. He just whispered, I've given you two angels. One is called grace. One is called favor. They will bring you all you need. That's what we are working in. <clears throat> so, if grace is what was given you, and grace has come on us, so. oh yes, grace has come on us. It's a, everything has changed. 
like within a short period after our camp, as we were falling down in the camp, we didn't even know what was happening. Listen, the land we bought is just opposite where we did the camp. So when I raised my hand like this, I was actually pointing to the land. The land is just opposite good news. Oh, yes. I didn't know. When I said thousand sita, thousand sita, thousand sita, it was just opposite. 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 What is the manifestation of grace? Grace manifests in different dimensions. You may have received a car. Thank God for the testimonies we are receiving. Someone says, I gave my phone. The next day I got a phone. But no, 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 no. What brought the phone is what you should look out for. Not that you got a phone. You must figure out what makes you get a phone. You must figure out what makes people give you money. It's because it's only when you know what brings it that you can capitalize on it and make more returns. We must understand the process. Now, when grace enters your life, the first dimension or the first manifestation that you found grace huh, is that God puts wisdom in you. You are worthy of my praise. Yahweh. You are worthy of our praise. Oh, you are worthy. You are worthy of. So you brought your offering. You gave your seed. And he said, I have made all grace abound towards you. And you walk back. You go and sit down. I'm waiting for God. What are you waiting for? He put wisdom in you. You receive wisdom. And when wisdom comes, what do you do? You move. You begin to dare the unbearable. You begin to build. Yes. So, you may be waiting for cash. But God does not give anybody cash. God may make someone bring you cash. But no, he does not give cash. He made someone bring you cash because of something. I'll explain to you. But you just don't know it. So, you, re you receive wisdom. Suddenly, you are then, ideas begin to come into your head. Ideas begin to come. It's like, what can I do? Solomon got wisdom. It was grace. God gave him wisdom. The next minute he said, I will build. I will build. I'm going to build a beautiful life. I'm going to build a kingdom. 
in that wisdom all the money he needed came in that wisdom all the people he needed for his life they aligned to him in that wisdom in that wisdom all the power he needed to manifest the glory of God it came to him yes somebody you have received wisdom but you have been sitting for long it is time to rise up it is time to take a bold step listen 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 God gave me grace at the camp the grace entered me it was no money it was no what money did anybody receive cash at the camp all that came water on us was grace now I was sitting now and suddenly a thought came into my head you can build a thousand seater church you can build a thousand it was so strong I said how will I do it he said open your bible I'll teach you he began to give me revelation he said you can build it I said wow wow I, initially I said let's just raise an offering of about maybe 12,000 15,000 let's just go to our old land let's pay off the 7,000 balance and let's buy stones and do some skirmishes just to, to fulfill the prophecy no 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 the thing kept telling me I'm talking about wisdom what is he telling you now after this seed sowing conference what has God been telling you you must take a step he said you can build we went to the land the, listen, I heard in my spirit, he said, you can build a thousand-seater. I was talking to Pastor Shaw. I said, Pastor Shaw, I feel right now, I feel like anything below a thousand-seater is an is underutilization of my capacity. The guy said, I'll give you one plot. I said, no. One plot cannot fit. One plot cannot fit. I had a dream. And I went back and I told him, listen, if you don't give us this land, you cannot use it. Yes. I said, I dreamt. I was trying to fit the church on one plot, it will not. And I told you to give us the land and you gave it to us. He said, let me go and think about it. He said, let me go and think about it. He said, let me go and think about it. He called me and said, you can take the two plots. Wisdom! Wisdom. Wisdom. I don't know how we are going to do it. But the wisdom of God is teaching me every day. Today we were driving. And I blurted out, I said, I have the plan for the church. I have received the plan for the church. I have received the plan for the church. It's not manual. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. When you sowed your seed, you went back. You were expecting somebody to knock on your door and give you cash. But God has given you wisdom. Move out. Move out with that idea. Somebody asked, Pastor, how do I move out? Who am I going to talk to? What am I going to do? I don't care what you are going to do. I don't care who you are going to talk to. Just move out and scream and say, I am going to build a multi-billion dollar company. What should I do next, oh Lord? Show me what to do next. And he will lead you to someone. And he will lead you to another person. And he will lead you to another person. Some of you are receiving the wisdom to marry. God is going to show you. We don't marry with money. We marry with wisdom. We marry with wisdom. He is going to give you the wisdom. 
Some of you are going to start a church. You have received grace. It is manifesting in wisdom. You are going to move out by the wisdom of God. You are going to move out by the wisdom of God. And you are going to start that church. And you are going to grow that church. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, the Son of the living God. Wisdom. 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 You have received it. Now begin to run. Begin to move. For the wisdom of God, it has come upon you. In the name of Jesus. When you receive wisdom, you did the unbearable. How can you move from an 80-seater church and say you're going to build a 1,000-seater church? We came here, I was just measuring. I told them, measure the thing. I just want to see the thing. I just want to see them. This afternoon, I saw a vision. It's like, people were coming on and saying, ah, how is this happening? They were asking me, how is this happening? It's like, we had raised the thing. They said, how is this happening? How is this? This is like a dream. The spirit of wisdom. It will accomplish it. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But all I know is when Solomon got wisdom, he built a kingdom. The second dimension of the manifestation of grace. Is the dimension of favor. Favor. You know, I'm just showing you the things that happened when you sowed your seed. Some of you must move out. You must move more tomorrow. You must see this is it. I'm gonna do this. You must take that step because what you need to do it has come. Now, what is favor? Listen, God told me, He said, I've given you two angels. One is called grace, one is called favor. What is favor? Favor is what makes people think you are worthy. Of something precious. I don't know if you get me. Two people are standing there. Somebody says, This guy, he deserves a Mercedes Benz. Somebody says, That guy, I don't think I can even give him a motorbike. It's because of the level of favor. We are made by favor. People bless me. Why do they do things for me? Because of the favor on my head. Now, when you receive favor, what do you do? If favor is what makes you get things from people, I'm showing you how God pays back. God doesn't pay back to cash. Somebody may have brought you money. It's favor, but you did not know it was favor that brought the money. All you know is it's cash. You've received cash. But if you know it's favor, you will dwell on it more. <clears throat> when you receive favor, what do you do? Matthew 7, 7. Mm. The Lord said, tell my people they have received favor. They should go and ask. 
when you receive favor because now there's glory on your face you make requests you have not made a request up to now listen the children of Israel were leaving Egypt ah they were slaves Richard they were slaves slaves who used to be whipped one day Pharaoh got angry and said don't give them uh, slime don't give them straw let them go and look for it let them suffer and get it this is how wicked Pharaoh was but the Bible says God gave them favor in the sight of the Egyptians and what happened he said go and ask your Egyptian masters to give you gold and silver gold and silver and because of the favor a slave will get the guts enter into his master's house and say I need this your golden vessel and he carries it and puts this in his hand and say take it away hitherto it was not like that but because of the favor now they could ask and receive some of you you asked for promotion it never came but I charge you go back to that office and tell your boss I need a promotion some of you you asked for money from an uncle he said no some of you you asked for scholarship some of you you asked for money to build to start a business some of you you have been resisted but now because of the favor because of the favor when you ask like the children of Israel it shall be given unto you when you ask it shall be given unto you when you ask it shall be given it shall be given it shall be given it shall be given I prophesy don't sit down anymore if you sit down you are abusing your favor if you sit down you are misusing your favor if you sit down you are working ill of your favor move out and ask somebody you must start asking in prayer somebody you must ask in your office is that not a promotion is that not a pay raise they may not raise it for other people but because of the favor on you they will raise it for you some of you you must walk to your lecturer and say lecturer you must increase my mark before he will not do it but because of the favor now he will do it i decree and declare God is paying you back with the spirit of favor. He's paying you back. He's paying you back. He said, ask and it shall be given. Ask and it shall be given. I prophesy to you that as you ask, as you ask the Holy Spirit for a new car, you will receive it. As you ask him for a safe delivery, he will give it to you. As you ask him for a business, he will give it to you. As you ask him for the anointing, he will give it to you. Because the favor of God, it is upon you. The favor of God, it is upon you. Christ, love, I stand as your prophet and I decree and declare.
to bring you money. No, 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 no. Matthew 7, 7. He said, go forth and ask somebody. The Holy Spirit is going to show you. He says, go and ask. Go and ask. Go and ask. Because the favor of God is upon you. Hallelujah. I told you how I met a man. And the Holy Spirit told me, He said, When you start building, go to his office. Do you know what I foresee? I foresee that when I enter his office, the favor. It will be on my face. Uh, uh, God, God connected me. He said, go to his office. Go to his... One day, God told Paul, he said, he said, Paul, don't be afraid. I have many people in this city. I have many people in this city. Don't be afraid. Nobody can harm you. God has people in the city. And he's bidding you, go and ask. Go and ask. Go and ask. Look at it. He said, the second thing you must do when favor comes upon you is you must start seeking. Seek. Listen. Without favor, you will look for a job and you won't find. Oh. Without favor. Ha, 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 ha. It's God that gives favor. Without favor, your husband will be sitting in front of you. You know, you know. But when God gives you favor, when God gives you favor, when God gives you favor, when you seek, you will find. Some of you, do you know what has happened in this Zone conference? I'm just teaching you how God pays back. You've been looking for a, a business plan. But it's not been working. You've looked and looked and looked. Oh. But now when you look, you will find it. There was a woman called Hagar in the Bible. Hagar was working with her son, Ishmael. The son was dying of test. Test. She left the boy and began to walk. Then the angel of the Lord appeared and said, Hagar, why have you left the boy? He says, no, I can't watch him. I can't watch him die. He said, Ega, lift your head. There's a well there. Ah? Are you telling me Hagar did, did not look around? She looked around. But because that she had not encountered, encountered the angel of favor, she could not find. I prophesy to you. You go and look for a job. A job that pays you 6,000 a month and you will find it this time. I prophesy you had been looking for a job. You had been looking for customers but you had not received. But now go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Because you have found it. Because you have found it. Some of you after tonight, 
the name of an anchor will drop in your head. Just call him. You just call him. The name of an auntie. God said, I have people. The name of a friend will come. Just make a call. Favor is upon you. Favor is upon you. His favor is upon you. His favor is upon you. And he said, Asking is not enough. Seeking is not enough. He said, now, some of you must get aggressive. <laughs> that ministry that did not work, you have favor now. He said, knock on the door of ministry and it will open. Knock on the door of business and it will open. Knock on the door of prosperity. He said, somebody must get aggressive. Coming down. 
The Holy Spirit said, an apostolic mantle is falling upon this church. He said, an apostolic mantle is coming upon this church. And I asked the Lord, what is the meaning of the apostolic mantle? He said, when you speak, the nations will hear. It will not be about us anymore. It will not be about us anymore. He said, your voice will not go international. Lift up your head and see the sword. For an apostolic mantle is released. An apostolic mantle. It is the sword of authority. The sword for the nations. The sword for the nations. And I see the sword. And it has turned into a key. And he said, this is the key to the nations. I prophesy, Christ-like church, today, the 1st of December, 2021, God has given us the key to the nations, the key to unlock the nations of the world. Because I saw the sword, it turned into a key. And it began to unlock the countries. It began to unlock the continents. America is open unto us. Asia is open unto us. Europe is open unto us. London is open unto us. I see a church in London. I see a Christ-like church in London. Lomatala Kabole. Ibakonde Ebabaya. Lakudete Kebodia. Abino. Ano. Ido. Alakataya Kabala Nama. Here, in less than three years, we will see a church in London. Because I see three, three, three. are open. The nations are open. Yes. God has paid us back. This is how God pays back. I saw a sword. He said, It's the sword of the apostolic. He said, I'm giving you the nations. When we speak now, people will hear out of Ghana. I'm telling you, if I'm a prophet, you will see it. Third dimension of grace that God puts on you. The third dimension of grace. 
that God gave you when you came here to give your offering was the dimension of Anna. Second Peter 117. Give me a microphone. Luma. Hola. Hola. Close your eyes. Second Peter 1 17. I said, This is how God pays back. <clears throat> For he received from God the Father money. No. A phone. No. A car. No. He received from God the Father honor and glory. Honor. He, his father picked him up and said, I'm going to give you a name that is above every name. Names are powerful. Even in this church, you tell somebody, Pastor Mubarak said, they wake up. He said, President Anakufuado said, they wake up. He said, Obama said, they wake up. He said, Bush said, they wake up. He said, Clinton said, they wake up. He said, Trump said, they wake up. You said, uh, Biden says, they wake up. Now he says, I'm going to give you a name that is above every other name. Honor is a mark of distinction that God puts on you that elevates you above all others. When you are honorable, you receive honorable things. <clears throat> People will be going to buy you something. They will be going to buy your shoe. They will see $50 shoe. They will see $100 shoe. They will see $2,000 shoe. Do you know what would determine the shoe they pick for you? It is the mark of distinction on your head. People will take offering. You know, one day we sold a dress for Apostle Benpa. Then a white dress. Then there was a little stain. It, it was just a mistake the guy did. As he was sewing. When I saw the dress, I said, no. We cannot give this to the man. He's too honorable to receive. It was new. It was nothing. I mean, I could have worn that dress. You could have worn it. But per the mark God put on him, you can't give him a gift like that. Yeah. How come someone says, I'm buying you a phone and he thinks of buying you a yam? Why does he not think you are worth an iPhone 13? Every low thing you receive is because of low honor. Every low thing you get in life is because of what? low honor but what God put on you here is a mark of honor and by that mark you will not fall below the line you will never fall below the line you will never fall below the line I prophesy to you anything that puts you below the line from today 
you are rising above the line you are rising above the line you are rising above the line Bishop Oti, he said, two people in my church came together <clears throat> and they bought me a Lancusa, 100,000 US dollars. Yeah. Do you know what it means for someone to give you a car? It means you are worth a car. Maybe you've not been worth anything up until now, but this is what the seed sowing did. You will become wet or something. <clears throat> Maybe you've never been worth a thousand dollars. Nobody has ever thought you are worth a thousand dollars. But I came to prophesy to you in this seed sowing conference. Even as the season of limping is over, you are worth more than a thousand dollars. Maybe nobody has ever put a seed in your hand. Yes. 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 But now, people will put seeds in your hand. The mark of honor. Receive 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 the mark of honor. Yes. Receive the mark of Anna. Receive it. Yes. Receive it. Receive it. Be honest. Receive it. The mark of Anna. You are worth a million dollars. And you will have it. You are worth more than a million dollars. You are worth more than it. A million dollars will mean nothing to you. In three years from now, I prophesy this into your life. And so shall it be. You are worth more than you are worth. You are worth. You are worth. You are worth more than ten private businesses in Ghana. Multi-million dollar businesses receive it. You are wet. Hold it very well. You are wet. You are worth it. Yes. Nobody will take it from you. You are worth it in Jesus' name. Kabala Kabakosaka. Ikobala Katakasa. Lebreke Tokosoko. Imalabaya Kadole Baliya Babala Lavasoka. You are worth a car. 
are worth a 10,000 Ghana city salary. You are worth marriage. You are worth giving birth. Receive it. In three years, they all come to pass. You are worth an apostle to the nations. The nations will open up. You are worth a pastor in England. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Oh, for me. Oh, yeah. dimension of peace. Now, when, when somebody gives you money, you will understand why the money came. It was because of favor. 
because of favor. Next time I'll teach you on how to maximize favor. So that when you know it's favor that brings it, it means that you must strengthen the favor pillar to bring more. <clears throat> when you know it's wisdom that brings it, then you know you must strengthen the wisdom pillar. Kabalo Receive it. One of the things God gave you in this seed sowing, He gave you peace. You know, peace. It means he's taking out every form of worry. First Chronicles 22.9 We are ending with this. And it came to pass that after the year was expired, no, no, I said 22 9. Behold, a son shall be born unto thee, who shall be a man of rest. I will give him rest from all his enemies round about for his name shall be Solomon you see what made Solomon build <clears throat> was not just wisdom yeah I'll show you it was not just wisdom look at it he says and I will give him peace this is how God pays back God pays back not in cash he pays back with peace of mind soundness of mind. Someone was asking, he said, Papa, when you teach, it's like the thoughts are just on point. It's like, the, the thoughts are clear, crystal clear. It's like, at the end of the day, you get it, you say, this is it. You understand it. It's like, when you teach, I get it. I understand what you are saying. Then he asked me, what is the secret? And I laugh. And I say, it is called the spirit of a sound mind. Because the spirit of a sound mind, it is able to produce sound thoughts. And God, God guards my mind. You see, everybody, he, he, he will keep him in perfect peace. He whose mind is stayed on him. So me, God guards my mind. Many things can be happening around me. It will never affect what I'm about to preach. Because my mind is guarded by God. My mind is rich. It's a fertile ground. Yeah. Yeah. I will give him peace and quietness. I'll give peace and quietness. A quiet life. A quiet, not a life that everyday chaos. Today, this person is sick. Today, this person is dead. Today, let's go here. Today, no, 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 no. You can't build. You can't have a life. You can't manifest. You can't. David could not build because every time enemies were after him. Every time he was in a cave, he could not have that time to build. Now, if your life is full of trouble, you see, when God really wants to bless you, one day I asked my mom, I say, How do you feel? He said, I feel so peaceful. In fact, one day she came and said, Papa, last night, that's what she says, Papa, last night I slept like a baby. 
I had never slept like that in a long time. You see, that is a sign of the blessing that God gives you quietness. This is how God pays back home. But you see, somebody will have peace and will be waiting for money. No, you use the peace to generate money. Somebody will have favor and will be waiting for somebody to come and do it. No, you use the favor to generate money. Somebody will have honor and will downplay the honor. No, you use the honor to generate what you need. He said, I'll give you grace and favor. They will bring you all you need. So, I know me. I know me. I know me. When I look through my Bible and I stand in front of people and I teach, God will give me favor before them. Because it's that the angel will go and tell them, listen to him. <laughs> listen. When I preach, the angel goes and whispers into people's ears. Listen. Some of you, when I'm preaching, the angel actually comes and and explains it. So as I'm preaching, the thing is becoming pictures in your mind. It is the work of the angel. Yes. 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 Now look at it. Give peace and quietness unto Israel in his days. Verse 10. When he has peace, when he has quietness, he will use it to build. So you must build something. You must build a family. You must build a marriage. You must build a business. <clears throat> what are you using the peace for? He shall build an house for my name. And he shall be my son. Solomon thought he built with wisdom. But God said he will build with peace. He will build with peace. And I'll be his father. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Lift your hands. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.